This episode of The Break Room is brought to you by Amazon.com, the place where you can browse any item the human brain can imagine and compare prices to your local retail dealers, oftentimes for less money. Go to popsyndicate.net slash the break room and click on the Amazon banner to support the show. Thomas Otto, Dustin Tello, Dust Machine, that's a fat Jack, Mark I.L., cool, Charles L. Angelo, it's a party to Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. Hey, everybody. It's actually uh, just Thomas this week. Um, And since that would be a super boring show... uh, we're going to do a greatest, uh, a best of so far since the reboot. Uh, this is our first week where we just weren't all able to get together on the same time schedule, so we'll just do a little bit of a best of. Uh, no voicemails or anything this week, but call uh, when you get a chance. Call. Leave us a voicemail. Give us a question of the week. Let us know your thoughts. I uh, hope you enjoy, and we'll talk to you next week. We drove to Dallas, and then we... Because we, I remember we went to the went to Grapevine Mills Mall, the Virgin no, Mega no, no, Store. No, you're remembering it wrong. Something we went like to see Five Iron. That, oh, did we go? To, that was that trip. the con- yes. Five Iron concert? Okay, I remember your van exploded a couple times. It was uh, <laughs> on the road. We we unexploded it and got back on the road and got back home exactly. somehow. Amazing. <laughs> but no, I was actually uh, going to say that Five Iron is uh, today one of my uh, favorite concerts that I ever went to. Extremely, very, very, very fun concert. It's very. Fun. It was at the door, I think, which is a local. Used to be a Christian club, but now they're black metal and uh, emo. It, and, yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah, now. I'm not it's really black, sure if they know where they are. I don't know if it's black metal, but so. Anyways, I was just very black. surprised by that revelation. I'm looking very much looking forward to their album and seeing uh, seeing the direction that they take. Should be interesting. Yeah, should we should all accept Jesus into our hearts? Because if we don't, we're going to hell, basically. So, Dustin, I think uh, we have a little bit of time here. So, uh, I think we had a dustbin. Well, not officially. It was just a quick comment. Uh, it's official, Dustbin. I think we need to play well, the intro. I Boom. don't know where that is at all. Oh, you okay. just, oh, come on. You're just trying to get out of playing it. Uh, do you want to sit here and vamp for a minute? I can try to Sure. Find it. It's not that important. No, it's important. Just give us the comment. Right. Hello there. There you go. I'm celebrity Dustin. Me, 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 me. What do they do with the penis? Have you ever been pelted in a sandstorm? That's a good That's a good uh, surveying. Whiny baby bitch. Retard. He's sweet. He's clean. He's Dustin. Nobody's gonna listen to this shit. Let's just shut up. Motherfucker! Anytime we have a personal commentary, we have to play the intros. You know that. <laughs> Do we? Okay. 
Well, I was only going to make a slight comment since it's somewhat relevant since it's the Super Bowl time. And it's not really a sportsy comment, so Marcus doesn't have to automatically tune out. But Is this a comment? Yeah. The thing we talked about earlier? Well, it's just a discussion about it. It seems like it's a discussion and not a comment, well, though. Well, I know, but there's commentary on it. There'll be commentary on it, right? Okay, make your comment. Okay. Make your comment. Hey, Thomas, how's that non-existent girlfriend? Uh, she's doing great, Mark. Is she doing everything right for you? Uh, as right as a candy. What do you think about getting her for Valentine's Day? Does she even know yet? She doesn't know yet. It's going to be a surprise. And what would that surprise be? I'll probably get her something from Pro Flowers. What kind? What do you think you're going to get for her? Well, either flower. I mean, they have all sorts of great arrangements starting from 19.99 on up, and I mean, it just depends on what what you're looking to get. You know, the great thing is about Pro Flowers is when you get it from Pro Flowers, it will last longer than traditional vendors. Yeah, it's always good to last longer than traditional. <laughs> it vendors. really is because you don't want it to last longer than necessary, and you don't want it to last only through two or three days. That, that's true, and that's where Pro Flowers beats all the competitors. What happened to the Tom Bodette music? It kind of cut out, didn't it? <laughs> it really cut out quite early. At any rate, uh, you can visit breakroom.tv slash flowers to send flowers, as Thomas said, starting at just nineteen ninety nine. If you have a fake girlfriend like Thomas does, and a robot girlfriend like our friend uh, Stefan does, or if you have a real girlfriend like Dustin does, or wife, uh, you can <laughs> go to breakroom.tv slash flowers and send her a wonderful run, wonderful arrangement. I really can't talk tonight, but that's okay. Visit ProFlowers. That's breakroom.tv slash flowers. Help Pro the show Flowers out. can still deliver the flowers no matter how Mark delivers the spot. I just met you. This is crazy. You're Bilbo Baggins, and I'm honed off the wizard. All the other hobbits, they try and chase me, but there's no one like you, Bilbo Baby. So anyways, anyway. let's, let's get right to the interview, our long-awaited triumphant interview with Marina Baccarin from Homefly and Fireland. <laughs> Is it Homefly? No, it's Homeland and Firefly. Here, we'll hand you this Okay. Actually, that one. Thank you. Do you care for producing photos? I'm sorry? Do you care for producing photos during the interview? Sure, just don't pick anywhere I'm talking. Okay, fair enough. Did you want to get in? You know, you'd be surprised how many of them are out there, and it's really irritating. Well, those uh, on BuzzFeed, they had those pictures, uh, Beyonce at the Super Bowl, uh-huh. and they got all the still captures where she was in all these awkward positions. Like, one, she looks like a lobster, so somebody painted a lobster, you know? And so then, annoying. of course, then her, her publicist um, asked BuzzFeed to take them down. So, of course, that made the fire even yeah, even hotter. But, yeah, I can I can understand that. It's uh, It's got... Especially when it's so as endless as it is. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for thanks for uh, taking some time out. Uh, sure. Your publicist was has been awesome. Oh, good. I'm so Samantha. glad. They've been uh, going just you know as far as they can to really help us, and I really appreciate that. I'm so glad. Yeah. Um, so, is this your first time in Dallas? No, it's actually my second time. If not my third. And I've definitely okay. flown through the airport quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. It's kind of what's well, almost halfway through the country, so... Yeah, exactly. those inevitable stops. Um, how's the convention been so far? It's been great. It's yeah. really, really busy. Tons of people here. Yeah. No. Everybody's so excited, and it's been awesome people watching. Yeah, I, I can imagine. It's... Uh, do you... What's the craziest costume you've seen? I mean, uh, maybe... I saw a girl um, who had, like, fairy ears... 
uh, a white wig and like black, yeah. like black skin everywhere. Yeah, like, she handed us a business card. I don't know what her character is, but it was pretty uh, fascinating. What is it? It's uh, I had it here. She's a dark elf. Dark elf cosplay. There you go. It's a dark elf it's from Oklahoma City. Um, so. Of the series, you've done three sci-fi series, and since we're at a sci-fi expo, you've done more than, I guess, a lot of actors have done, and then, do you like sci-fi, or is it, you look for just the projects first, or how, how, how does it work with you? It's about good projects. Okay. Um, I don't dislike sci-fi, but it's right. not something I gravitate towards necessarily. Right. Um, it's just where I can find great material, and um, I've done a lot of other things, but the sci-fi, obviously, is the, cent- the focal point when you're at a place right. like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you have a favorite of the three shows you've done? It's hard to pick. I mean, Firefly is a special place in my heart because right. it was my first show and sure. everybody really is like a family on that show yeah. and I had the best time working on it. It kind of set the standard for everything else. Um, v was a, an amazing character to play, as was yeah. Adria in, right, right. in Stargate. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of your first show, I heard you did the original pilot for Always Sunny. Yeah. Yeah. Has that ever been released? I know because they, they they picked up the character later. Yeah. I think it's in uh I think it's in DVD extras. Is it? But okay. I'm not sure like which season they okay. put it in. Okay. But it's all there. Okay. Awesome. Uh, I'm Thomas, by the way. Hi. <laughs> uh, your dad was a journalist. Yes. Did you ever consider going into that field? Not even a little bit. No. No interest. <laughs> <laughs> How much? Uh, my brother was actually in a pilot that he got cut from this year. Oh. Uh, Deception, it's a show on NBC. Yeah. Uh, did your mom ever prepare you for like the acting world, like the different, yeah, like uh, rejection you know, and stuff that's well, involved? I don't that. think there's a way to prepare anybody for that. I think the best you can do is be supportive, and she's been incredibly supportive. Not many parents are excited when their kids say that they want to go into the entertainment industry. Right. <laughs> so you've been a long. I mean, your first show was. A Whedon show. So yes. you're like a long-standing member of his... I call it... I guess not fraternity. I don't know if that's the right word. A fan, sure, I, it could be a fraternity. fraternity. Yeah. Um, the Whedon so fraternity. I like it. on Twitter is you guys... You and Jewel State and Nathan, you seem very much like a family. And yeah. And kind of silly. Is it really... It seems like... To me, I have this weird vision of like... You all go to Joss's house and read Shakespeare. I mean... We do. It's really really dorky and it's true. No, but it seems extremely fun. We love each other and we are definitely... We formed a Firefly family. Um, It was a special time for all of us and Mm -hmm. something that doesn't get let go easily. And whenever we can, we see each other. You know, we talk on the phone as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Everybody's busy. Um, And we tweet each other a lot (laughs) because it's fun. Yeah. It's an easy way to stay in contact. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Uh, I don't know if you care about this or not, or, but uh, did you? Did you? Uh, you think that Fox is showing the the sh- the episodes out of sync had anything to do with the the, the cancellation of Fire? I think it, it certainly didn't help the viewership. I think people were confused, and you know the story wasn't meant to be told in that order. So I think it was it didn't help. You know, I don't really know the reasons behind everything. I mean, they have their own version of logic, right? And so. You know, I think that... And, and also, it was a different time then than it is now. Right. For TV shows, ratings were such a huge thing. Where It's important now, but people factor in different things now differently, like DVRs and, you know, when right. things get released on demand and that kind of thing. 
So was, I'm assuming the familiar ties and everything that you're talking about that it was kind of it was sad for everybody when. when that oh was- yeah, it was incredibly sad. We all we went to Nathan's house and had a pity party, <laughs> um, and it was really fun. I mean, it was nice to to be together and, and commiserate together. Right. Um, and it's I think the reason why we're all still really good friends. Uh, do you have another question about me? Okay. <laughs> so, moving on to Homeland, congratulations on the success, by the way. Thank you. Um, when you read the first script, what were your initial feelings about the show? I loved it. I mean, I, I couldn't be more excited about a, a project. Um, I thought that this character's plight was so fascinating. You know, this right. woman who has been through so much and has laid her husband to rest in a sense, you know, never really found out what happened to him, but figured he was dead, right. allowed herself to move on and fall in love again, yeah. only to have her, him come back right, and yeah. be completely screwed up and a, possibly a terrorist. I mean, it, right. it couldn't be more crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was really an awesome experience and a great great uh, script that I just had to do and so I fought really hard to get the role I'm glad it worked out yeah it's a a great show I've really I've really enjoyed it and one thing I've noticed is um, Howard Gordon is one of your executive producers and he worked on 24 Yeah, and I I don't know if he was on season 1 but uh, one thing I noticed between season 1 and season 2 is the way the endings of each episode have changed where the show has become more like 24 was and that they're a little more like cliffhangers at the end to keep yeah. you like going to the next show yeah so what, do you know if that was that intentional or was that it just happened naturally or, or I feel like it's improved the show but yeah I mean it, I think that you know it's really hard to sustain a show like that yeah. and to keep it's, it's such a high octane show you're going to have dips and you're going to have different styles come in throughout mm-hmm. I think they do a really good job of keeping the energy going and at the same time um you know, keeping the integrity and the heart of the show intact. Yeah. It definitely got like a th- to be a thrill ride this yeah, season yeah, a, li- a bit more. Um, so I wonder what they're gonna, where they're going to go season three. Well, that, that was another question. Do you know anything about season three that at least they're I, able to I don't. I don't. I, I literally don't know anything, and I don't think that they know anything yet. Okay. They just went back into the writers' room this week, so they're just starting to figure out where the story is okay. going to go. Do they keep the scripts like tightly locked down? Like you don't know until anything until yeah. You script I mean, we get like a general arc for right. the season, but not much information, and okay. things change a lot. Okay. So basically, a week before each episode is okay. when we we find uh, out. Okay. Yeah. Um, so one thing I have noticed is that in the show, obviously your husband is you know Nick Brody. Yeah. And you know you're Jessica, and everybody's last name is Brody, but everybody refers to sorry to uh, Nick as Brody. Does it? Why, why is that? Why is it just he's Brody and nobody else is? It's a military thing. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, you call, you know, you, you call somebody by their last name Okay. in the Marines and in the Army. The as well. And so it just kind of becomes a nickname with uh, his friends and, and then it bleeds into the family. Right. Okay. It just seems strange, you yeah. know. <laughs> um, do you have anything else you want to ask? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have a musical artist or song or anything that you're into right now? Um... It kind of changes weekly. Uh, I'm a little obsessed with Lana Del Rey right now. Okay. Yeah. She's great. And Frank Ocean, who I love. Um, so what's your favorite TV show that uh, obviously you haven't been on? That Sorry. Yeah. What's your favorite TV show that you haven't been on that, you're, that you obsess over or... I obsess over Downton Abbey. Really? And I was so bummed because so many people ruined the ending of the season I for me. Seen the show at all. I won't ru- I yeah. won't tell you who dies. Okay. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any guilty pleasure shows or Smash. 
Smash. I'm going to go with Smash. That's the one with Catherine McPhee. Yeah, it's really fun. It's great. They're so good. So are you reading anything right now? Any books? I just started World War Z. Okay, my Max Brooks. Yeah. yeah. I'm really excited to... I just started, so don't ruin it oh, for I, me. I still haven't read it either. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to read it right before the movie came out. Yeah. So. What's your, what's your proudest, proudest moment in TV or film? Um, I really like the scene in the car with Brody when we break up. Um, I feel like the hardest moment in that is to stay... Um, I don't know how to describe it. Like true in being truthful in that moment is difficult because it's not a very showy scene and you have to stay internal and you have to support everything you're saying emotionally mm-hmm. and that's one of the toughest things to do and I, I'm very happy how that scene turned out because both of us you see two people talking you know at the sort of at the end of their ropes but they're not yeah. they've given up and it's it's heartbreaking so what do you what do you want for the character of Jessica ultimately what would you like to see happen oh, that's such a hard question um, I'd like her to be happy but if she was happy then there would be no series <laughs> so uh, I think that there's going to be a lot of unhappiness if no. we're going to continue uh, um, is there do you know is there a, a like a plan for an overall story arc like they know where it's going to end it's just they have to figure out how to get there? I don't think so. I mean, I think so that they're, they're just, just flying out of the seat of their pants. Right. They're literally painting themselves into corners and figuring out how to get out of them. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I wasn't sure. It was originally a, an Israeli series, wasn't it? Yeah, they, it's called they, Prisoners of War, yeah. yeah. And I haven't seen that, so I don't know if they're how closely they're following that series. It's very loosely based on it. Okay. Um, that series, I believe, focuses more on the families. Okay. Um, and I, I saw yesterday that um, you... You were cast for a movie called The Unholy? Yes. Yeah, so tell me about that movie. It just came out a couple days ago. Yes, I'm really excited about it. It stars Joseph Fiennes and myself right now. They haven't cast anybody else. Um, it's directed by Ross Katz, who did um, uh, Taking Chance, the okay. HBO film with um, Kevin Bacon. It's, it's really scary. It's about a group of scientists trying to uh, distinguish the evil gene in people and okay. figuring out a, how to remove that basically Um, and they get called by the Vatican to uh, investigate certain cases where the Vatican believes people need exorcisms and they're they're supposed to investigate them and find the medical reasons for why these people are messed up and therefore they don't need to have exorcisms and so it's a very like science versus you know versus faith faith. right yeah theological theory and it's really exciting um and i'm one of the scientists and and uh, in the end of course there's a full-on exorcism and everything it's great awesome uh when was i expected to start filming i believe in april okay yeah so it'll be out probably sometime later and later and or next year yeah okay. yeah well can we get one more thing from me we'll yes. let you go but can you do a liner for us sure of course if you wouldn't mind we actually just wrote it down and- oh perfect <laughs> even better <laughs> This is Morena Baccarin from Firefly and Homeland, and you're listening to The Break Room. Gasoline, high, five out, go out. What does that mean? <laughs> it's, um... Oh, gas online. I'm sorry, I no, said no, gasoline. No, no, it's gasoline. It's just spelled wrong. It's gasoline. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, uh, it's... 
was a series of events at the end of a show that we did that just kind of... We were trying to end the show, and a series of words got strung together, and then it became a catchphrase where our fans, fans were just... High five out, go out. And just started right. saying it back to us, and it just became a thing. So that's how we end cool. Actually, everything. Now. the parent company website is gasolinehighfive.com. Yeah. And that's what it became after that. Got but it originally just started out of a ra- as a random string of words. Got it. They got mashed together. So cool. <laughs> just a thing now. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. No I- problem. Thank you, guys. It was fun. Hey there, Dustin. Hey there, Thomas. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Ever done any online shopping? I really haven't. I try to stay away from online shopping. Uh, let me tell you a little bit of that about Amazon.com. Amazon is the convenience of an online store, uh, makes it where you can stream TVs and movies to your Roku player, gaming console, or mobile device, and also their MP3 downloads are DMR-free. Hmm, that sounds interesting. So you, are you also saying that they're cheaper than uh, my local CD shop and my local grocer? Well, it just depends, but a lot of times they can be. Excellent. So, yeah. I That's def- intriguing. I would definitely check them out sometime when you get an opportunity. Amazon.com? Amazon.com. The place where you can browse any item that the human brain can imagine and compare prices to your local retail dealers, oftentimes for less money. Go to breakroom.tv and click on the Amazon banner. I'll do that. Thanks, Thomas. I appreciate the recommendation. You're welcome. Saving me money. Previously on The Break Room. So we got a little bit of a different lineup this week than normal, wouldn't you say? Why? Yeah, I would say so. So the bus driver's not here. He is, uh, it's his turn, apparently, for a holdout for a better contract. Exactly. He has to alternate around everybody. Wanting himself to pay himself better, (laughs) I guess. Since he is the owner of the Breakout Media Network, you'd think he'd be able to work those contracts disputes out (laughs) with himself. You'd think so. Meanwhile, in the lobby of the break room towers... Breaking news. KTBR Action News goes now to the break room towers where break room host Mark the Bus Hudson says he has an earth-shattering announcement. I want to thank you all for coming. Unfortunately, I have bad news that after six months of negotiations... I've decided to leave the break room and the breakout media team. Unfortunately, the powers that be at the breakout media network would not give me the contract I wanted. They only offered me $21 million per month. And as we all know, I cannot feed my children with that money. I've decided to accept an offer and a trade to the team of Mr. Thom Yorkie and Flea of a band called Atoms for Peace. They said they need a new and vibrant energy in their band, and I am the main person that can bring that to them. I will now take one question from the reporters. Mr. Hudson. Yes, yes, you. You, you from the Hollywood Variety, newspaper variety. I, I have it on good authority that the rest of the guys in the show are, are actually thrilled with your sudden departure. Do you think that the show stands to benefit from your exiting? And if I may be allowed a follow-up question... No. How can you go off no. without the break room? No. Well, what you'll find is that the break room without the bus is the Three Stooges without Curly. Basically, when Curly Joe came around, he was a complete disaster and ruined the Stooges. That will be the break room with anybody else but me. And as to my former co-host, Glee, that I'm leaving the show... 
Well, I say, I say, or Faye, stuck them in their stupid fucking asses. That's what I say. I'm out of here. Forty-eight hours later. Breaking news. We apologize for breaking in during the Charles and Charge reunion special, but KTBR Action News has learned that Mark Hudson has another amazing announcement. We go now to the break room towers where Mark the Bus Hudson has just arrived in his golden Conestoga wagon led by a pair of albino giraffes. After a tough 48 hours, I have decided to return to my roots in the theater and return to the break room. After listening to the Thom Yorkie and Flea Atomes for Peace album one time, I knew immediately that even I, with my mesmerizing presence and high energy levels that's like taking a bath in a tub full of unicorn tears, even I could not save such a disaster of an album. I give it to my Albano giraffes who hump each other all day when they're not leashed to my Conestoga wagon, and I put headphones on them, and they immediately fell asleep and stopped humping each other. This is a disaster, and I've decided that the Breaker Out Media Network and the Breaker Room need me more than the world needs me to try to recover that awful, awful album. I will take one question from the massive bank of reporters that is waiting here in the foyer of the Breaker Room Towers. Yes, you from Newsweek Variety, Hollywood Reporter Variety. Considering the massive amount of success that the break room has had in your absence, are you sure that the staff of the break room will even want you back? If they want to be led to ever new heights and actually earn some money for once, they will welcome me back into the bosom of the break room and put me on the pedestal to which I so rightly deserve with my golden cape and eucalyptus. And crown, and eucalyptus leaf crown. That's what I was trying to say. I hope you understand that, reporter guy. Okay. Do you have a follow-up? No follow-up. I demand a follow-up. No follow-up. I demand a follow-up. I will now enter the elevator with my albino giraffes and ascend to the lofty heights to the 233rd floor of the Brick Room Towers. My people, I give you me... Mark Hudson Show. Hey, Dustin. How's it going? Huh, okay. You ever, uh, you ever do any shopping online? I do zero shopping online. Well, you should really do some so occasionally. You ever, uh, heard, of, you ever heard of Amazon.com? Uh, I've heard something about it, but I don't know anything about it. Well, you want to know more about me? Oh. Oh, oh. do we have Mr. Amma? I'm Mr. Zahn. Steve Zahn's brother, uh, Amazon. Hey. Well, Emma, tell us a little about yourself. Well, you can get all kinds of streaming TVs to your TV and DMR free downloads. Why doesn't Steve put you in any of his movies? Because Steve's a jerk. Fuck Steve. Fuck but Steve's on. I can still stream all kinds of his TVs to your TV. Well, Sweet. That's good. Just like that show Treme that Steve is on. Amazing. So you still promote Steve, even though he doesn't promote you. Well, I get money when people buy his shit. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So back to you. Uh... Back, back to you guys. 
Back to the commercial. Anyway. And go in. As I was saying. Amazon. Amazon.com. You have the convenience of an online store, and you can stream TV shows to any of your mobile devices. How about my stationary devices? Uh, it's stationary, too. Okay, fine. Excellent. Both, okay. Both. I just, All of your devices. Because I have a lot of stationary devices, not so many mobile. So I want to make sure it was worth it. Okay. Well, it's worth it. Excellent. What about to your stationary bike? You can stream it to that. That's sweet. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, Amazon, the place where you can browse any item the human brain can imagine and compare prices to your local retail dealers, oftentimes for less money. <laughs> Go to breadgroom.tv and click on the Amazon banner to give us a little bit of credit. Is Mr. Uh, Amazon on there anywhere on Amazon.com? I'm up there in the corner, in the right-hand corner. It's an invisible section. If you get in there, you get all kinds of free streaming TVs. We'll get there. Uh, young man, can I help you? Howdy, howdy. Uh, can I see your bus pass, please? Yeah. Crazy skills. They're all aboard the booty bus. Go, go. On our main board. And my way is done white. Let's go to the candle room. Check it out. It's time to take a ride on the bus. Have your tickets ready, assholes. I'm a pirate. I'm a nerd. I'm a princess. I'm not a Jew. I am Mark Hudson. Get in my bus. The booty bus. (laughs) I love that howdy, howdy made the intro that discussion from the guy at Burger King that randomly went by us and said howdy howdy back in high school. Of course. And they got pulled as a drop and of course turned into the intro. Of course. Why not? That's how I greet <laughs> just, people. Just so random how things come about. But anyway. you That's how you greet people? Howdy howdy. <laughs> how See? come I never get greeted that way from you? Ever. Well, we're a little bit more familiar. That's my formal greeting. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Super formal. We all share one large towel. So and you know why people say we have the worst accents? <laughs> Yes, we southern do. Southern accents. That's right. It really w- irritates me. southern accents. Black can't paper. Stand it. Like, between my ears, I don't have an accent. And then I'll listen to the show, and I'm like, God, I sound so fucking hick. I don't... Compared to what we used to have, our accents are far gone. Maybe. I don't know. We're still pretty hick, though. It's still pretty bad, because I don't hear it right now. Yeah. And yet, I'll listen to the show later and go, damn, I sound like a southern Especially when you consider that uh, we used to speak with Mexican accents back when we were in West Texas. When, when, when we, we were did? one being. Mexican Boston accents. When we were one, one cell living organism. <laughs> so weird. We all had the same Mexican accent, <laughs> and then somehow we got these West Texas twangs but it was, when we split off. But it was a Boston Mexican accent. Uh, really odd. It's a really could, odd combo. Wicked hardcore, man. <laughs> God. Why don't you do the rest of the show like that? All right. Oh, my God. Era. It's going to fail. So this uh, segment has been... <laughs> Already gave it up. ...pushed and pushed <laughs> and pushed back. I'm reassuming my natural accent, my natural golden-throated accent. Uh, it's easier. I, there's push. just too much shame with my Boston Mexican accent. Fair enough. Go ahead. Um, Good God. I've been planning to play this for a few weeks, but, you know, the way... I, I really want to do this segment when Zed was here, but I feel if we Why? push it off till next time... He's here. It's just waiting too long. So, a few weeks ago, back before we had all these various things go on, sixteen Dave Grohl appeared on the Mark Marin podcast, and this is something that's been stewing in my brain ever since. And it really did the first twenty four hours. But it's his philosophy by behind guilty pleasure songs. You got to, dude. Yeah, yeah, Disco's no. great. That bass line and What's don't leave me this way. Disco? Yeah, that bass line. It's, uh, yeah. First of all, and also, I don't believe in guilty <laughs> pleasures. If you fucking like something, like it. That's the problem with our generation is that residual punk rock guilt. Like, you're not supposed to like that. That's not fucking cool. Yeah. That's not fucking cool. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah. 
when I was young, it's like, dude, I listened to when I was young and I brought twenty one twelve home from my cousin's house in third grade. I was afraid to play it for anybody for two reasons. One, because I didn't want them thinking I liked a band that singers that the singer's voice sounded like that. Yeah. And also remember that picture where they're wearing like white kimonos? Yeah. The one dude has like the craziest man camel toe. Like yeah, you yeah. could see yeah. one of his nuts on <laughs> yeah, each yeah. side of the seam and his white satin pants, you know? <laughs> Nothing cool about Rush really. <laughs> but there is. And I should have been able to fucking stand there in you third grade and said, This is my this is who I am. Fuck you. <laughs> Because that's what it's all about. And I think yeah. that people should be able to Take say some. that. Like, don't fucking think it's not cool to like Britney Spears toxic. It yeah, is yeah, cool yeah. to like Britney Spears toxic. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Fuck uh, you. That's who I am. God damn it. So that whole guilty pleasure thing is like full of fucking yeah, but, but shit. Some, but sometimes that turns into, that's who I am now. I'm not sure what's going to happen in three years. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. I don't worship the devil anymore. Yeah, yeah, not, I still listen to Slayer. I'm not I'm, so happy I was that guy then. I just want to apologize yeah, for I'm that. I'm not as satanic as but I used to be. But I was excited. But that's, I mean, that, I think that's, that's, a, that's an important part of appreciating music is realizing that you're allowed to like anything. Yeah. You're allowed to like any music. But so you start with the Beatles learning guitar, and then you just... I was listening to that. Why'd you change the station? Oh, we're done. We're done. Uh -huh. We have to get on with the rest of our God. show. So that kind of sat with me for a while, because one thing we're noted for on this show is destroying bullshit lists and destroying the current popular music, like Thomas's favorite, Thomas's favorite song. Um, I threw a that's true, it is his favorite. I don't even know what the hell this is. Oh, yeah, you do. We've had uh, Gandalf and uh, Vader to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, is this your declaration of, no, I just I love this song. It's not a guilty pleasure. Well, it is. I mean, it is a guilty pleasure. Why don't you rip your shirt off and start dancing around with it, then? I'm pulling my nipples right now. So how do you <laughs> bring that piece of audio on here and then claim something is still a guilty pleasure? Well, and that's 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 what I'm... The contradiction in my head. That's where I'm kind of stuck, and I want to get you guys' thoughts that's on it. That's the point of this segment, man. That's the point. Is you I, understand? The whole philosophy, because in a lot of ways, I agree with them. But then again, there's so much bad music out there. So here's where my... I'm kind of stuck at the the crossroads of the with the devil of horrible music, but then See it's there's the also guilty pleasures. Not that crossroads. <laughs> oh. So what do you? How do you guys feel about guilty pleasures versus should you be able to? I mean, obviously you should be able to like whatever you want, but do you in the popular sector should you declare your love for such a song? Like I like this song. The rest of the album is horrible, but I like yeah. this song. I think that's an interesting take on it. Obviously, you can go with it however way you want to. I don't think it's a curse to call something a guilty pleasure, but I think he makes a good point. Like, it's you. I don't think necessarily you should point. have to call it that. You like what you like and stick up for what you believe what in. It is. Yeah. I mean, you don't do that about so many other facets of life and mm -hmm. social. I mean, I guess you do say that about movies sometimes. TV shows, like TV people shows. who, like our friend Matt, who loves The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Yeah. Big perm. Well, he admits and, it, though. And, and you just... But then, yeah, but but that's then, the thing. That's the whole thing, is that they feel like they have to be, say, yeah. this is a guilty pleasure because... But he knocks... It's all a preface to yeah. you making fun of me because right. I like this. Right. So I see yeah. what he's saying in that context. But then he like, makes fun of me for, like, for liking Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Which is, I think, is a great movie. But then he watches The Bachelorette and The Bachelor and loves them. Yeah, he watches them obsessively. On great on that. It's a great movie. It was okay. But, but awesome I think movie. that's his whole point. Okay, is tops. You shouldn't be... You shouldn't have to defend yourself for liking what you like. 
Right. Because that's the whole point of a guilty pleasure, is to yeah. feign off the attack that's about to come your way for being into whatever said case is. But then do we still I don't, agree? I don't have a problem calling it that. I really I don't. I have don't. a problem calling it that, but I do get what he's saying. I get what he's saying, but I think, I don't know, I think you're kind of doing it for yourself, too, because you're like, what the hell do I like this shit? But I like it. But I like you know? it, yeah. And that's why you, it's kind of, because you kind of agree that it is stupid, yeah. but you like it anyway. So it kind of fits in that category for me. It's not just fending off other people, in so my opinion. are we still allowed? If we if we agree with this philosophy, then, I mean, are we still allowed to destroy less and destroy the current music? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, why couldn't we? Uh, well, that's that's where I'm kind of coming. I came to eventually. Hey, we're that destroying point. lists based on the fact that we think the music is shit. Right. Yeah. It's not about whether it's guilty pleasure music for us or not. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Even if we call, if we ourselves it, call it a guilty pleasure song of mine, yeah. yes, it does fend off attacks, but you're also saying... I don't know. I don't normally like this at all. I normally think it's shit, but for some reason, this particular normally shit song, mm. I really like. So yeah. that doesn't make it any less valid for us to critique other shit songs like that song. But should you even call it a guilty pleasure? I mean, if you like the song, you like that song. Is it really, should you really feel guilty about liking that song? I don't think I don't think you really do feel guilty. You know what? I, I think you're just that's just a category well, people I, I, give. Let it. me give you an example. A lot of times, when it comes to stuff like like perm with his the bachelor thing, losing your man card. Because you like yeah. that. Like, he made fun of me because I like Pitch Perfect and said I was losing my man card, basically. Yeah. So, that's... but wait, you don't lose your man card because you love The Bachelor? That's just people ribbing each other. I know, that's but you know is. what I'm saying? I mean... But it is a popular thing. Like, yeah. you are looked down upon if you like something that is that's, typically that's, female. That's where yeah. the invention of guilty pleasure came from. Oh, I know. But really should confident. we even, but that, at that point, should we even feel guilty? And we can still agree that there's horrible music out there. I think it's an expression. I don't think there's any reason you should feel guilty. I don't for think anybody like. actually feels guilty about it. If you actually feel guilty about it, that's probably a little odd. I think that's just the term we've given it. But is there any song that you're ashamed to say, I like that song? They're just songs I don't know why I like them. Like you love Britney Spears' uh, Toxic, for instance. Uh, that's not I, even true at all. You just pulled that from the day. I wonder Robert. if that's a true story, because that's amazing if he likes I wouldn't that be, Well, if you listen to the entire... He prefaces all that stuff with uh, you know several songs. Like they Obviously, they start off talking about disco and... Mark Maron was saying how horrible disco was, but he's like, no, it's freaking awesome. He's like, and he talks about him and his daughters dancing to it, you know, while they're doing chores and stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, I mean, like the song I tried to get you to karaoke with me. What song? Try to get you to do some air supply. Oh yeah, love air supply. That's fine. I don't. I mean, that would be in my guilty pleasure area because Mm -hmm. I don't really understand. I mean, that's not my normal like of music, and I don't normally. I normally hate music like that. And I would destroy a list that had other types of music like that on it. Yeah. But, no, I'm not ashamed to say I like Air Supply. Let's be honest. Maybe. No, no list is going to contain Air Supply on it anymore. We might what? have to do an all-Air Supply a, a show. A crappy list? No, I mean, somebody no said it sucks. That's what I'm saying. But nobody's going to make... I don't know. They just even, came, if they, even if they, they invented just sold Verizon, songs sir. that sucks. Huh? They just sold out Verizon here, sir. Okay, well, I still don't think they're going to make any list. They might. Any Air Supply list. did? Wow, that's crazy. Good for them. And they're coming back through again. You they bought like 10,000 of those tickets, didn't you? Were they teamed up with REO Speedwagon? No, I did consider going, God. but they were a little too a little too pricey for air supply. How much was air supply? I don't know, like 45 bucks. Oh my God. I was like, I ain't paying 45 bucks. That's mean. It's like 15 wow. bucks I'll go, but not Hall, 45. Hall and Oates I would pay $45 for, but not not freaking air supply. Yeah. Well, I know, but, but I, they're not your guilty obviously pleasure. Obviously, you sure. weren't there. That's point. <laughs> Amazing. I guess I just don't really have any problem calling it that. Or Does this song have to run the entire list. time? <laughs> we can't change it to another one? Oh my god. Christ. Um, but I, I don't know. I guess I, I, I kind of fought with myself 
you know, a few days after I heard this, you and I'm like, like, it's a bad critique to call it that, or something. Well, I just wonder. The, you're not accepting yourself, or something. Yeah, I like, am what, I not being accepting myself, and should I just wave my freak flag and you know be okay with? But you that do. I, you may call it a guilty pleasure, but you still don't. You don't like hide it and. Oh, I saw this on your iPod, Mark, and then yeah. call you out on it. You're like, God, somebody fucking found out about it. It's not like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, that would be well, like, no, I don't like, you're ashamed. No, no, no. I don't like cower in the corner and punch myself in the nuts, you know, just because I like God. I like the Carly Rae Jepsen song. Yeah. But it's not that type of shame. But, uh, like, you kind of duck your head a little bit when somebody, you know, realizes you well, like that thing. That's the whole point of saying guilty pleasure. Well, I know. I, I mean, I, I don't know. And I, no, you shouldn't. But I shouldn't feel guilty, but we'll still call it a guilty pleasure. You shouldn't. I shouldn't like it? You shouldn't feel guilty about it. <laughs> well, and I, I've kind of come... I've but come, are we not supposed to... I mean, that's almost like... It's saying we can't destroy lists. It's almost like we can't have differing opinions on different songs oh, yeah. or something. Well, that's, that's I where think, I started with. I'm yeah. like, I think, I think something sucks you don't doesn't mean I'm not allowing you to have your freak flag fly or whatever you're saying. I can right. have a different opinion and still destroy a list. <laughs> but still tell you that your music sucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I well, guess we're not telling the artists in fairness. No, no, no. The people who are listening I mean, I to would. that crap. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. And yeah. I guess it's like I had that whole battle with myself for several days and I wanted to see what you guys thought about it. And I think we are basically on the same page. I think so too. But I also don't like, you know, I don't like having to call it a guilty pleasure anymore. I want to come out of the guilty song closet. So don't. Well, you don't have to call it that. Well, I do want to come out of the guilty song closet. No, that's what I'm saying. So closet. do it. Sorry. I will. So do it, not don't. So you know, what other songs are you adding to this list? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I hadn't really thought about it extensively, but I'm sure there's other stuff out there. I'm sure there's a ton in, in this little iTunes library here. You know? But, what have you ever... I don't remember you ever calling things that. You just play random shit that sucks, and you just say well, that you like it. I, mean, I don't remember you being like, oh, this is such guilty pleasure. We had previous episodes where we called it well, something else, yeah. but it was essentially the same thing. Losing Your Man Card songs is basically... You know, we had those oh, songs whatever, like... Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Somebody had Jimmy Buffett or some crap, and... You know, well, whatever. I had stuff that I'm a little embarrassed that I ever had before <laughs> on that episode. Yeah. Okay. Well, like uh, Ashley Simpson. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a good point. That's a perfect example, actually. Like, I'm not proud of that. Well, at okay. All. Like, uh, to, here's another one. Kelly Clarkson. I like her. She's an I amazing like singer. I like her a lot, but it's kind of a guilty pleasure because it's like, as a man, as a manly man, man, man that I am, I'm not supposed to like that. Well, right? I mean, if you want to make it about that, I that's mean, what, I mean, that's kind of what it comes down to for dudes. Like, if it's a foo foo song or whatever, yeah, whatever I, you want to call it. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe that's where it's derived from, but whatever. I don't know. I mean, sure, you draw. There's a line to be drawn between foo foo songs and stuff like I don't know. I don't, if there's a man like version Skrillex. of that. Yeah, like Skill Rex. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, okay. so, stuff like, no, I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying, though. Typically, like, a woman is allowed to, like... What? I did, I'm saying that's... He's saying it wrong because well, yeah. I said it wrong. I know, but I'm saying that would probably be more associated with, I don't know, manly songs or whatever. I'm not embarrassed at all. I'm not, that's not guilty pleasure No, that's not guilty pleasure. Um, but, I, but I do, I mean, I think it comes up more for men than it does for women, I'm it sure seems there's like. certain genres and songs that... Generally, women like, and then other genres that men generally like, and you people but rag on that or whatever. It, but when it comes yeah. to music, women aren't really judged as much. I feel like they're, they're not you're judged, not as, judged much, as much because there's this looming specter of a quote unquote man card that we're, we lose, you know, if we like a certain thing or that thing. I guess I don't look at it that way. I just look at it as I have no idea why I like this particular song because yeah. it's so out of the realm of what I normally like, and that I put that. I don't really care about the whole. I guess I don't put the whole man card aspect into it. I just mm -hmm. put it like that. Like yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
if I did like a Britney Spears song or something, that'd be really random for me to like because I don't normally like anything like that. Right. That would be so awesome. That's, well, I, don't, I don't typically like stuff like, you know, Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe. But yeah. it's well, just, that's a perfect example of something. It's just. Yeah. Or, or Nate likes, you know, Nate is into like super black death metal. Yeah. But then he loves Kesha. Yeah. So, you wow. know, and he was talking about that on one of his early episodes. Yeah. And he he likes to dance around in, in his little mantis to Kesha, you know. Yeah. So it's just one of those things, like the looming specter of that man card, it always kind of, especially as a younger, you know, you talk yeah. about when you're a younger kid, like high school, middle school, you're really, really slammed for that type of stuff. Like, well, if you don't like the certain thing, you're not a real man. Of course. That's so it's just been say. kind of like this swirling thought storm, you know, in my head for the last few weeks, like trying to come to a, <laughs> trying to decide which path to take. And I think I'm going to take the path of, I like what I like, like Dave Grohl said, but I'm also allowed to take a side trail and say, your music sucks. And, you know. I, it's like almost saying you're not allowed to have an opinion if you can't yeah. critique a list. True. Which to me, that's bullshit. If you can't, you're completely yeah. allowed to have an opinion that something and sucks or something doesn't. I think doesn't. you carry that thought process through to not making fun of someone being less of a man for liking something. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't say another song sucks. Right? Yeah. I, 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 and I think that's where I've, you know. Well, I guess I think ever I wasn't really looking at it that way. Yeah. About the whole man card thing. Well, it just came up because because uh, of because you're not much of a man. Yeah. yeah there you <laughs> that's go. a good point. <laughs> Although you are the rugged land operations commander. Yeah, exactly. So don't insult me that way. It hurts. Does it? It does. Okay. Does it hurt? It hurts deeply. All right. Well, I, I guess we've come to a consensus. We're back on the same road of we like less than manly stuff. And yeah. it's not less than manly. Yeah. It's just slightly frou-frou. <laughs> well, let's see if someone makes the sports wing. Up next. Out. Jerry Buss, the, I guess now, former oh owner God. of the Lakers. If you say out, you are an idiot. Died of an undisclosed form of cancer. They didn't disclose the cancer, yeah, but they disclosed like that it was cancer. there's a theme going here. And I'm not talking, talking about, about the NFL playing theme playing, the playing right now, which has nothing to do with an <laughs> NBA sports owner. True. <laughs> God. <laughs> Perfect. It did oh, sound yeah. like we had a theme going here. So, Thomas, tell us all about Jerry Buss. Uh, Since you're the sports man. Look. That dude pretty much built the Lakers as they are, I mean, as they are now, but as they were before. That guy's crazy. Okay, again, <laughs> not relevant to the current conversation. Uh, didn't really like him, obviously, because he built the Lakers franchise, and I've spent a lot of years hating them, but uh, got to respect the guy for what he did. So there is no way in hell he cannot be in any Hall of Fame. I'm going to say out. Of course you are, you <laughs> fucking dumbass. Is he out because you hate sports? Because, because you don't, because don't, you don't like think his accomplishments were good? I don't watch sports. Basketball is the dumbest of the sports. That's the stupidest comment aside, you've ever made. Aside from NASCAR. <laughs> NASCAR is NASCAR is not a fucking sport, first well, of all. Pe- most people it's consider not. it a sport. So it's, if we're ranking it if by... If a machine is involved, it's not a fucking sport, period. End of sentence. So you yeah, say that about... Sports, period. God, the Mark. <laughs> so you would say that people who are in wheelchairs that play wheelchair basketball, they're not really. That's not a machine. Sport. It's a machine. It's it's helping you get around. Uh, okay, let me say this again. Anything that is Tall motorized is not a sport. Some of those yes, people are in motorized wheelchair wheelchairs. stuff. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. They're You're not, making actually. shit up now. They still have to move the wheelchair. Mashing your foot on the gas while the engine does the work is not considered. Okay. You do. I'm just it. grouping it in with what are considered popular sports. Whether or not you or I it's considered a sport, I don't either. Is NASCAR but considered sports. a popular sport? No, oh, it's yeah. pretty fucking popular. 
It's pretty huge. People, people who vote for people that, it, to be in the Hall of Fame just because they were grown from Fort Worth. People <laughs> love... I don't consider it a sport either. I'm just saying most people do. It doesn't matter. People who love to watch people take turn left, they consider it a sport. Dustin, please tell me you're voting yes. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and vote yes. Perfect. God, you so relevant out. bastard. So what? So no, he's, out. he's not out. <laughs> he's in. You don't get to count for multiple so uh, he, votes. So he goes into the... Uh, into the owners, the sports, sports Hall owners. of Fame. All right, we have enough. a few. We have a few people in the sports wing. Through the all right, keep going. Back before Marcus was an old anti-sports guy, I'm going to predict he's going to say no on all of them. But yeah. go ahead. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Well, no, we don't have any more sports here. I'm saying in oh. the, over the years. Actually, Mark brought a few sports people in the past and actually voted for them. Right. But now he refuses to do that because he's well, turned. He wasn't quite as anti-sports as he was as he is now. True. And it's way overblown, and which I find amusing. Stupid. It'll last longer. Test, 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 test. Yes, now I can hear. So you that, or now your ears would be going out if you couldn't hear that. <laughs> if that wasn't it, then something's wrong with you for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're a lot higher on that than we were before. Everybody talk. Everybody talk. Let me get a overall volume level here. Test, test, test. Keep doing that. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. I think we're good. I think we're. Stop it! Fuck! All right. Um, we have, before we go, we have one late breaking voicemail. I don't think so. Pee Wee's Playhouse? Late breaking? Yeah, this just came in. Hey, Mark. Hey, Dustin. Hey, Thomas. This is Giddy Horse at gunpoint to have sex with uh, a sitcom dad. What sitcom dad would you have sex with? <laughs> the show. Just curious. What an excellent well, question. Curious. That is an excellent question. <laughs> excellent, <laughs> excellent question, Giddy Horse. Oh, my gosh. You can weigh in, too, Darren, since you're here. A sitcom dad. <laughs> God. That's a good question. Are we talking current? I mean, no, I think think it's open. It's wide open, huh? Candace Cameron. Not a sitcom dad. But I'll go with that one if she's on the table. (laughs) I'm going to go with Alan Thicke from Growing Pains. Wow. Nice choice. I mean, first of all, he's a psychologist and gave me access to all kinds of drugs. He's thick. thick. (laughs) If I fuck him enough, (laughs) he might give me whatever drugs I want. (laughs) He's got that giant house. We can do it anywhere on the stairs. This sounds way too romantic. Okay. I, I don't like the romance. I like it rough. Uh, raw dog it. Amazing. Wow. Thomas, what celebrity dad would you like to have sex with? Not celebrity. What's a sitcom, celebrity dad? <laughs> sitcom dad. <laughs> or celebrity dad. Billy the Ray question Cyrus. changed a whole lot. All right. What sitcom dad would you have sex with? God, that is the most awkward question ever. Who are you going to be ever? the Joanna Kearns to? Uh, okay. Vic Mackey. It's not a sitcom. Yeah. Sitcom. Oh. No. It's not. That's Damn a drama. It. I'll go. Yeah, Fraser yeah. Crane because it would be nice and gentle. That's is he true. a dad? Yeah, he, he is had, a dad. He had uh, what was his son's name? Uh, He's I'm, a golf now. I don't remember. But he um, had one. He had a kid with Lilith. Yeah, the Lilith we could drink sherry after cuddle. It'd be nice and sweet and have a nice view of Seattle. Then you could have sex with his brother Niles. 
Well, no, no, we're not twin brothers. Frederick. 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 Why are you changing the stipulations for the question? Maybe we could have a nice uh, crane threesome. We could have a nice debate afterwards about some kind of (laughs) opera or something that's not sportsy. Maybe you could pull Marty into bed. Uh, I don't think he wants to pull his dad into this. Get his cane up your butt and your anal ring. You're taking it a totally different route. (laughs) It's just sitcom dad. Marty Crane is a sitcom dad. Not the sitcom dad's relatives. Maybe you could get a sitcom dad sandwich there. What is wrong with you? Crane on crane action. God. The question isn't enough. No. We're... Darren, who would you like to have sex with? Is Modern Family considered a sitcom? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Phil. I like that Phil guy. Dumpty. Yeah, that's, Phil Dumpty. That's a good call. Want him to uh, fill you up? Oh, hey, my God. Hey. Hey. Hey, yo. So finally, Thomas. God damn it. I'll go with uh, George Bluth. It's a good one. Yeah, good one. That Excellent is a good choice. one. Good he answer, knows prison good technique on you, too. So. <laughs> you could really get it. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, if you have other questions for us, and I think this is a good, uh, a good addition Just to the show. The if you have wacky questions for us, you can call us at... 469-665-9827. Damn. I just thought out, of a better out, one. Out, out, go, out, out, out. Who is it? Out. Uh, dang it. What's his name? Paul R. Zach Braff's dad from Scrubs. John Ritter? Yes. Except he's dead. Know. Yeah, that's the whole point. So you're gonna have sex with dead people. I don't have to yeah. worry about it at all. No, not that. And now you're having sex with dead people. <laughs> Jesus, Why you guys right. took it There's to another level? Fuck. Now you're a necrophiliac. That's not what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Thomas Actually, fuck is what you're talking <laughs> about. Uh, yeah. Thomas the necrophiliac. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so this is our next voicemail. E. Yo, what's up? Oh, and this is our first question of the week. Break room, guys. This is Skitty Horse, and I was just wanting to ask y'all a question. Uh, I'm about to go on a date this weekend. Uh, well, tonight, actually. Uh, it's Saturday. And I was just wondering, um, what kind of, uh, say I'm going, I want to get her to my place, and I want to rent a movie. So I'm thinking, what movie would you guys recommend that I try to get my Mac <laughs> and stuff? Give me, uh, let me know, okay? I'm just sure. All right, later. Bye. Perfect. So, question is, if you want to get your Mac on with a girl, or if you're someone of the same sex, if you're into that. With your significant... With your SO. With your or your, date. Per, per, your date. Your potential awesome SO. What movie would you watch? What the hell's SO? Significant other. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gotta be hipster and really abbreviate it. I think I'm the one... I don't think I'm being hipster. I think I'm the one that started it. So I'm gonna say I'm more of an inventor. Oh, okay. I'm trying to make SO a thing. Shoot me in the face. If partner is an awkward word. Your, isn't it? Isn't it? Partner I mean, is a very awkward word. It's an awkward word. Partner feels like SO is an awkward yeah, abbreviation. Especially when you say in business now, you're like uh, several situations because, you know, I'm a high powered executive. Yeah, you, you always are. run into someone says my partner and they always have to say, oh, I mean, my business partner. Yeah. You know, no, that, that's, that's all awkward. So I'm trying to go with let's go with SO. It's yeah. short to the point. It's not fiance. It's not girlfriend, which sounds teeny and preteen and teeny bopper. Let's yeah. go with SO. Okay, I disagree. But go ahead. What, do you, what would you go with then? <laughs> Ham sandwich? <laughs> Just that say be, significant really other. Hard. Is significant other really that big of that's a drain on your brain? It's too long to say. That's oh awkward my God. to say. No, it's not. I don't yes, think it, it needs to be food related. I think you need to keep food out of it. Uh, okay. Food out of relationship definition, at least. Okay. So Ooh. no ham sandwich. Okay. What would you call it then? We're detracting from the question that was asked <laughs> a bit. <laughs> this is a new question of the week. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and make our own question. Of the week. Okay. So we're adding to the number right, of right. questions. I have a question for the listeners then. That wasn't the question. I have a new question of the week for the listeners. <laughs> okay. What would you call your 
significant other, partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, not a food fiance, item, just whatever. Right, significant if you want to yeah. call him a food item, you can call in. Call in. Down. Call. What number? What number? Do what they number call would they call more? in? Dustin <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> Four six nine six six not five Jeffrey. nine eight two seven. <laughs> Plus one four six nine six six five nine eight two seven plus one four six nine six six five nine eight two seven. There's a lot of people out there with the. Oh my god! There's a lot of people out there with the deficiency of not being able to hear English unless there's Our Lady Peace music behind it. Plus one. That is four, a very six, common nine. thing. That's a very anyway, deficiency. Anyway, to answer the so, question, Dustin, what would your what movie would you recommend would that he you watch with his sig- significant oh, wow. other? Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, it just depends on depends what on type of woman you're with. Right. Because I'm sure, I don't know if you like the more sensitive kinds, then there's something like, I don't know, some romantic comedies like... Bodyguard? Yeah, Bodyguard. You know, you can pick them up at the end like Kevin Costner does, Whitney Houston. You can reenact. Yeah, you can sing any of your falsetto. If you, anything you can sing falsetto to, that's what I would recommend. You can do that to like um, Friday the 13th. You could sing you falsetto could. to that. Yeah, you could. Psycho, maybe. I don't know what you would sing. Psycho. Yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly what the song would <clears throat> well, be. Well, just there, make up a song. So you're recommending true. the Bodyguard. <laughs> Not really, but that's yeah. what I got from that. I'm recommending falsetto. <laughs> Whatever you do. So <laughs> you're recommending you listen any movie, to any movie. an Our Lady Peace album right. from back in turn the day. It, yeah, exactly. Turn it into a musical. Any movie, as long as you can sing falsetto. Right. It depends though. You're guaranteed to get laid with falsetto. But what if? Okay, what if your goal is to do the popcorn trick? Uh, I mean, doesn't still, matter I what movie you're watching. Well, yeah, but you might need a different, a slightly different, maybe something more comedic. No, no, comedically falsetto. Comedically, oh my god! <laughs> can you do falsetto and the popcorn trick at the same time? Yeah, so something with Jack Black in it. Then they really are. Yes, there you go. Birds yeah, of a feather. They are. Yeah, they are in a flock. That's true. Uh, it's a very awkward flock. It is. <laughs> popcorn tricks and falsetto. So there you go. There's Dustin the recommends show. the bodyguard. <laughs> Thomas, what would you recommend? Uh, a good chick flick. Which uh, is your? Let's let's go with my babies. Let's about go with hit, definitely maybe. Definitely maybe what? Definitely yeah. It's a movie. What's a movie? What? Yeah. Definitely maybe. Definitely maybe what? It maybe it's the it name a movie, of a movie. What's the name of the movie? I will kill you. <laughs> it's that's the name of. I it. will kill you is the name of the movie. Oh my god! That that is the name of it. That's never heard confusing. of that movie. Who wrote that movie? They shouldn't have called it that. The name of the movie is definitely maybe. Definitely maybe definitely what? Maybe that? Definitely period. Maybe period. Definitely period. Gross. <laughs> Shut the. F- <laughs> that's you know a horrible I mean. movie. Hitch no period. No period based movies. Hitch is a, a good one. There's too. a lot of bears in it. <laughs> it's all bears attacking women in the oh woods. My god. <laughs> 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 Not a very romantic thing, unless you have falsetto in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You what would the your movie be, Mark? You include the popcorn trick and falsetto. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm gonna go with I Spit on Your Grave. How about that? Is that a movie? That's a very romantic film. Oh yeah. Or maybe uh, maybe if you just loop the tree rape scene from Evil Dead. Yeah, I was gonna say the new Evil Dead just or the loop, old Evil Dead. Loop that. Matter. Stick your wiener in some popcorn. Start singing falsetto. <laughs> I think we got that. That is the thing about it being a movie. I mean, you don't have to have great lyrics. Isn't that really a dating hat trick, though? It is. That's if you can pull off that tree falsetto popcorn trick and tree rape. You're you're flying close to the sun with that. I I agree. I think we've solved the problem. Wings made of popcorn tricks. Giddy horse. If you don't, uh, well, his date was last Saturday, so that's true. Well, maybe he's gonna have a second date with her. Maybe have another date. 
Maybe he might have another date. He's going to quote. Maybe his goal with the movie on. thing didn't work last time, and now right. he needs it to work. Now he knows. Now he knows the factors he needs. Yeah, Cockburn what... tricks, falsetto, and tree rape, and periods. Oh yeah, and bear bear period. Wait, not bear periods. No, I guess <laughs> no. You don't want the bears having the periods. <laughs> what do bears do when they have the period? Do they attract themselves? <laughs> they attract humans. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it'd be very awkward. Well, you know, you never been out in the woods camping and you felt the call of the bear period. <laughs> and I just run after a bear period. No. Oh my god, that's what the call of the wild refers to. <laughs> Is bear periods? Don't we have like twelve different questions to get to? No. Okay, we have. This is. Uh, we've got two more questions. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> There's two more. <clears throat> Fuck you. It's time for another good fun time break room field trip. Will they box kangaroos? Will they ride albino giraffes and live to tell about it? Let's find out. It's field trip time. <laughs> Giant balls. I really don't understand your obsession with albino giraffes. <laughs> Have you ever seen an albino giraffe? No. They're fucking amazing. Are they deadly to ride? Yeah, they're more wild than your standard giraffe. Right. And you Aren't know... They? you have any proof of that? Your standard giraffe's pretty fucking wild. They don't really do much of anything, Especially if, actually. They just kind of stand around and eat leaves and are. shit. They have I mean, a pretty wicked tongue. They do. I mean... Yeah, but they just want food. I mean... Yeah. That's wicked. That makes the animal itself pretty wild. Probably doesn't just help that I stuck the peanuts in my pants. Stuck your penis in the pants? I stuck peanuts ah, in my okay. pants. okay. I was going to say, where else do you keep it? Sometimes in my hat. If it can fit in your hat, then I guess bravo to you. To be fair, it's a detachable robot penis. Ah, okay. And it's a little penis buddy that you bring around? Yeah, it's like a second penis. It's like a, you know. It's like one of those Japanese technology, yeah. you know, something in one of those technical Space shows. age technology. Yeah. A little robo penis that walks right, around. Right. My Rubbermaid sometimes uh, wear robo it, penis. Sometimes wear it in your hat. Right. It's a little buddy. You know, we yeah. have conversations. What the it's, hell is happening right now? It's, uh, what were the little digital creatures that you would feed the... They were like the size of a keychain. You would feed them. They were little digital characters. You know what I'm talking Have about? In the 90s? No clue. Tam- Tamagotchis. Oh, okay. It's a penis Tamagotchi. Except it, you know. Yeah, that works. It, it grows as you feed it. What do you feed rub it? Rub it vigorously. Uh, you pet it vigorously. Ah, uh, okay. What do you actually feed it, though? Love. Hand love. Hand love. Okay, that's, right. that's what it, it eats. It feeds okay, on hand love. That's what it feeds on. I got you. And bear periods. Yeah, well, what doesn't? And hobo anus. Yeah. Of course. So we took a field trip. Right. <laughs> Old Tommy Tom Tom Tommy Gun over here and I. We can't start a fi- we can't start a field trip conversation without talking about your penis somehow or another. <laughs> That's true. That's a standard. Even though it had absolutely nothing to do with the field trip. Everything to do. It had nothing. Okay. Show me how. Tell me how it had to do with. It was there with us at the uh, roller derby, wasn't it? It probably was. Oh, God. I took it out. It was sitting in the little. Uh, what, was it your barrier? penis there? It was, wasn't it? Don't you carry it? Your, you robot, your robot penis with you? He's denying it. It had penis nothing to do with the trip, however. He's Did denying you, it was there. Which is what I was talking about. So you're denying you have a penis. Oh, my God. I declare lies. So we went to... Dustin wants to see your penis. Oh, my God. <laughs> we, meaning Mark, him, and your penises. <laughs> Our penises were sitting in the back singing songs. <laughs> they were whistling that field trip song? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bob it back and forth. <laughs> Little known fact. <laughs> this is the worst segment ever. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Dear God. Oh. So. <laughs> field trip time. Yeah. So what happened? So, so a friend of mine at so, work. <clears throat> at my friend new of yours job, or friends of your penises? Both. 
No, just a friend. Mm. Okay, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Just for the (laughs) a-hole. Do we have any uh, stuff? VM this week? We have two aborted voicemails, so here's one. Aborted? Uh, Hi, break room guys. This is Purvis. Uh, I think when I called in last time, y'all heard my name wrong. I think uh, Thomas the Tank got my name right. It is uh, Purvis. I I think you thought my name was Curtis. But uh, anyway, I'm just sitting here in the RV with my wife, Linda Grace. Up for a second. Anyway, uh, I was wanting to know if you guys could give me some advice. Uh, I was uh, sorry. And that was it. <laughs> That's the last we heard from Curtis. As Curtis he, Purvis must Curtis. have gone off the road there. Thanks for calling in, Curtis. We always appreciate. He didn't call back. Us. Nope, that was oh it. <laughs> so here's another one from an old pal we have not heard since uh, 2009. Hey, break room. This is Johnny Motherfucking M. Just calling in for the first time since we guys have been back. I'm sorry that I've been such a bad fan. I haven't missed any episodes yet, though, so I count that as a small personal victory. Of course, I'm still as mumbly mouthed as ever, so that's great. Uh, I mostly wanted to call in and tell you about our. our fuck. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> So there you go. There's a voice fail this week for sure. <laughs> oh my There's God. our voicemails. <laughs> that was amazing. I wonder what happened to the first guy. <laughs> I, I, I'm guessing his like, uh, purpose might have run off the road in the RV. Yeah. <laughs> Driving to North Richland hey, Hills. Uh, and somebody needs to find him. God, that was He's amazing. Somewhere between here and North Richland Hills. It's, it's amazing that we got both of those in the same week. <laughs> <laughs> he was tumbling down Watahatchee Hill in his RV and. Maybe Purvis and Johnny motherfucking M ran into each other. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, they're both leaving voicemails. Voice spells for us, though. That's the important part. Awesome. And then we do have a uh, question of the week from our old pal Casey. Old Casey from Canada. Oh, okay. He asks, why do hot dogs come in packages of 10 when hot dog buns come in packages of 8? Wait a minute. Uh-oh. Stump Thomas. <laughs> Logic. You're right, it does. I just never realized that before. That's amazing. So why is that, Thomas? Uh, I would say it's a ploy to get you to buy more food. It's a ploy to get you to buy, what, 40 hot dogs to match the 40 buns that you have to buy? I would say that's probably incorrect. You don't think so? (laughs) I would say it was actually probably due to the uh, hot dog bun rationing back in World War II when the... Nazis and the Japanese bombed the hot dog fields in London. And ever since then... I'm sorry, bombed the hot dog fields? Yes, and ever since then, people have been... plantations. Wanted to Where do you cons- think hot dogs come hot from, dog sir? Hot dog fields From the hot dog farms. That's why they're hard to okay, find now. They, they do probably, in a manner of speaking, come from farms, but it's not right. like they're grown. Well, they grow, like they stocks. Grow, they grow stocks of hot dogs. Yes, like stocks, stocks of hot dog buns. Yes. Yeah. And... When the Nazis and the Japanese teamed up and bombed the hot dog fields in London, but they the only hot dog hit bun the, fields. They only hit the buns. They didn't hit the right. hot dog fields. No, th- those were safely in the hot dog vaults yeah. down below, <laughs> below London, in the caverns. The but hot dogs can't get the direct sun. Right, exactly. Only the buns get the exactly. direct sun. Exactly. The buns. So they had those underneath. They had those under underground. <laughs> the buns need the riboflavin, the vitamin D that they get yeah. from the sun. Well, they bombed it, and there was hot dog bun rationing. And ever since then, people have taken their hot dog buns, hot dog bun rationing, really, really conservatively, because they know at any moment the Japanese 
Japanese could come back and bomb us <laughs> bomb all of our hot dogs away. So how many buns? Eight. 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 A pack of eight buns so, is rationing. <laughs> well, they cut the two off. It's two. I don't think we're using the, the word rationing. The two formally you don't understand that eight lasts well, longer than ten. Oh that and we we don't necessarily have to conserve these days. We're in the land of plenty now, but we do it to honor the greatest generation now. The World War II generation. The hot dog bone fighting generation. We appreciate what they went them. through to save our hot dog buns. Yeah. And therefore... We'd have no go. buns without them. That's history. And now you know the rest of the story. Is Thank it history? Paul. It felt more like one of those choose-your-own-adventures that I read when I was a kid. Page 34, please. <laughs> Turn to page 78. Well. All I know and is whenever I get ballpark you know hot the dogs... Rest of the story. Whenever I get ballpark hot dogs, those yeah. come in packages of eight. And so it really so they actually so it, match so it matches up so, so they're I, double honoring the greatest oh generation man they no they're honoring my stomach in a happy way <laughs> and my wallet because I don't have to go out and buy more <laughs> perfect That's a good point more hot dog buy forty or I don't have to use even. a piece of bread which is just lame oh, perfect that sucks. That's a good point. Yeah, that is lame. He used to make the, the bread hot dog as a kid. I refused to do that. The bread hot dog is one of the mo- the biggest give-ups is tortillas and cheese in my household. It is. Back when we were poor. Oh, my god! We got a loaf of it bread. It wasn't we were bored. It was... No, no. I said oh, when we were oh, poor. Okay. I remember. All we had was... were many nights of the tortilla and cheese. <laughs> and when we didn't eat tortillas and cheese, we ate sand. And, and we're not talking about... <laughs> Just to make sure, sand. just to make sure we're not confusing anything here. We're not talking about grated cheese oh, over no. a tortilla. We're talking about a slice of fucking thin to put on a <laughs> sandwich. Thrown on top it of was not, and we couldn't afford none of that brand name Velveeta crap. Yeah, that eat? shit was not cheese. That's no, you you that now. It was Janet Lee from Albertsons, probably. Yes. If it's that high quality, if that, it's yeah. probably more like the Great Value. It's government we cheese. Some, hmm. I mean, comparatively, we weren't that broke, value. but man, we were some broke dudes back in the day. Yeah, well, you know, and look at you now, children of Give broke me people, riding high in the break room towers. <laughs> yes, we're all sitting <laughs> on, on the hundred twentieth floor. Or we whatever. were all pretty broke in retrospect. We eat all the hot dog buns we can take. We don't skimp on them. <laughs> we these days. them. We can buy forty to forty and match right. them. Right, <laughs> we just trash <laughs> three. Really we only want a ten. You so. say that it's been. I had to think about it because I can't tell you the last time I bought hot dogs. It's just crazy. Like, so you only go for Frank, the buns. maybe Spraking a frank at the ballpark or something. Are you just hoarding like, the buns? Yes. <laughs> you got me. I'm not hoarding them. I'm rationing them. He buys hot dog buns, but he use, he makes sandwiches out of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, cheese sandwiches. Yeah. Exactly. Just cheese and the hot buns. Hot dog buns but and not, cheese. Not, not shredded cheese. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just yeah, a single slice. slice. Cheese substance. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Okay, so I have one more question of the week. This is kind Did of time relevant. The Powerball is up to four hundred seventy-five million. I think this week, right ball or on bottom? Saturday. Um, what? This is a whole. It's a ball or bottom? Ball. Okay. <laughs> what? Power bottom. <laughs> is that what you thought he said? <laughs> it is. But go ahead. Uh, but at any rate, here's what I want to know: If you were to win the Powerball by yourself, or the Power Bottom, or the Power Bottom lottery, <laughs> you can't win that one by yourself. <laughs> That's more of a team effort. Just for the uh, Still yeah. muted. I like those. Oh my god! I'm not, but you are, I guess. Go. <laughs> and we're back. We recovered from yet another shutdown <laughs> of the great computer. <laughs> nice transition. Now I'm muted. <laughs> yeah, that may have been be the case. So the back to the question. I'm out then. If I'm muted. <laughs> if you were to win the Powerball, I want to know what you would do with the money. And as I was trying to say before the computer shut down and walked out the door. Travis, you claim to be a nice guy, but we all know you're a prick at heart. So I want to know your true intentions 
What would you actually do with the money? And none of this helping homeless, blah, 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 blah. Let's help them. Let's give them hot dog buns. Blah. None of that. Why blah. is it stupid? Blah. Blah. I want to know what you would do for yourself. They need oh, okay. hot dog buns. I see. Well, yes, poor people need hot dog buns, too. But that's why we ration them and we take two and give them to charity to honor the greatest generation. Would you buy every game on Game Geek? Game Geek. Yeah. No, probably not. Would you buy every... I'd buy a lot, though. Would you buy Barbie Catan? Barbie Catan? Yeah. Is there one? <laughs> Is that a new version I don't know about? Would you create Barbie Catan? Oh, no. No. Talk to Klaus Tuber over in Germany. Hey, guys. Some Barbie Catan. You would name kill him and Ugh. take over Klaus Tuber's persona? <laughs> Is that a name drop? He's a name drop. It's, it's a nerd name drop. He didn't say he knew him. No. No. But it's oh, yeah. it's a game nerd name drop. He just talked about his plans to assassinate and take over his body. <laughs> and his identity. And force Barbie into his game of Catan. <laughs> That's right. So, Travis the Viking, what would you do with $475 million? Um, if I push aside all altruistic yes, which ideas. we all know is fake. Which I, which I would. Right. I actually sure. would do stuff. Of course you would. You, you would got that much aside? Yeah. Doesn't you know that. Right. Oh, he needs poor on. people when you have $475 million. I thought you said you would push them all aside. <laughs> he would sweep them. <laughs> He would buy a giant broom. I'd rid the world of poor people. <laughs> Wipe the homeless out of the city. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I would. It, I just got. A, I just got a house last year. You know, so I'd probably pay that bad boy off pretty quick. Sure. Um, Fill it with hot dog buns and move to another. <laughs> no, I'd buy a separate house and fill that up with hot dog buns. Would you take back Greenland for your people? <laughs> Build modern day dragon boats. <laughs> Do you anticipate a whole lot of resistance from Greenland? <laughs> Not really, but just out of curiosity. Maybe, maybe if you say the Vikings are back, would maybe you, you take resistance. back Greenland for your people? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> you guys are making me out to be this very uh, evil, cunning person. We're exposing you with this what we're doing. Massive red beard, and they don't see me. They, they no this is like they one no of those idea. sweeps reports on the news. Go to the Twitter feed; you'll see something that could kill your children <laughs> if they're not Viking. If they're not Viking, yeah. God. So, what else would you do other than pay off your house in Tech Greenland? Oh man, I start would, Just name I, one extravagant, ridiculous thing you would buy for yourself. Oh, I, I would definitely buy myself a new car. I think. What would you easy. buy? Um, I want a Jeep, actually. A Jeep? A Jeep. A Jeep. Yeah, nothing fancy. Pink Barbie Jeep? Because so I, so I, give, I give all my money away to the homeless. What's your deal with Barbie? <laughs> Stop lying. We know you hate the homeless. What's your deal with Barbie? <laughs> you got a crazy Barbie. Uh, Barbie obsession or something? I got a crazy he's Barbie got a, teeth fetish. He's got a side deal with it that he's not cutting his yeah. on. Does he Barbie Barbie. I'm coming out. Uh, you guys, I didn't, I didn't want to announce this now, but there is a new line of Barbie... Uh, break room themed dolls coming out. Oh no! Way to keep your phone vibrating the on the table. A long time break rumor. Sorry, <laughs> I can't help that I'm caught. Look, that was Hasbro or Mattel. Sorry, Mattel, no Kenner. I guess it is that makes Barbie. You better get it right. No, we're gonna cut you off. Kenner. I also have del- deals going with Mattel for break room action figures for GI Joe. So you know, I did see this on Kickstarter the other day. Was that you? I don't know. Was. That was right? That was you didn't know that, yeah. Barbie Mark. I'm going under the Barbie Mark. <laughs> Mark B. Mark. <laughs> I'm going under the guise of Klaus Tuber. <laughs> exactly. So, Dustin, what would you do if you had oh $475 million? 
Oh my gosh. Hot dog buns. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think well, it's safe to say we would all do that. Let's come up with hot dog buns or build hot dog buns. Original ones, yeah. Or buy hot dog buns. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Of course. Build probably mustard <laughs> too. I'd upgrade with mustard. I'd learn how to handcraft hot dog buns. <laughs> Let's start a hot dog bun farm. <laughs> oh, you, you know, you know. Actually, what I really seriously would do is I would I would build um I'd build a blacksmith shop in my backyard. <laughs> That's cool. No joke. I would I would fi- I'd figure out a way to get all of the bellows and the fire and everything in my backyard, and I would sit there and I would. Did you hire a full time blacksmith? Or would no, you I, I would learn to be a blacksmith. Would it you also awesome. figure I mean, out a way to treat black lung? From that. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. You know, modern technology, modern, ways that modern I can, blacksmithing. Modern, modern, like, dude. Have you ever been I, to Scarborough Fair? I, I, yeah. I have. I subscribed <laughs> to that modern blacksmithing. It's my yeah. favorite magazine. <laughs> modern <laughs> blacksmithing. There's a guy smiling with a horseshoe on the front. <laughs> I get that on my iPad. The newest ways to treat black lung. Black <laughs> awesome. No, that's cool. That's uh, have you seen that? There's a there's a video Good. cast about a modern blacksmith, and he makes fantasy weapons. Like one of his most recent was he made the He Man sword, mm-hmm. which was sweet. So that's what you should do. <laughs> Except all Viking weapons, of course. Yeah, I, I want to make the He Man sword. And Marcus will wear the He Man gear if yeah. you make him the sword. Furry, you have to craft some furry underwear. Wear the furry underwear, and yeah. right. <laughs> that's a deal. <laughs> I don't know how you blacksmith furry underwear. <laughs> I really hope you win the lottery. <laughs> I want to make chainmail underwear for all of you guys. <laughs> sweet. Thanks. We'll expect that. For everywhere just but my crotch. I really hope you win the power bottom. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dustin, what would you do if you won four and a million dollars? I probably would do the generic buy buy your own island thing. I think that would be pretty awesome Mm. to have an island that you could go to. You can't take Greenland. Uh, No, I can't have Greenland. (laughs) I wouldn't be anywhere around there. You'll never have our freedom! (laughs) It's a really big island. (laughs) That would. That would be more than I can afford, I think. It would be hard to keep others off of it. (laughs) I'd I'd have traps fighting backings to keep them all off of it. Just constantly circling in the ships. In an old school Viking ship what? with all, all their weapons, black cannonballs, Travis in the backyard. <laughs> Travis's armory. Exactly. Amazing. What part of the world would you buy your island in? Oh, I don't know. Maybe Caribbean, maybe more out in the middle of nowhere. Like maybe I'd buy Fiji or something. I don't know. What about North Legend Hills? <laughs> so many islands out there. It's such an island nation. Just make a lake and then build an island. <laughs> I'm not sure that 475, even if you got that full amount, would buy you an island. You could buy some islands for that amount. Okay, yeah, buy like, one like Fort ten Fan. million, twenty million. Actually, you Lake, can Lake Brownwood. Fort Fan. Yeah, I could, I could probably buy all of Fort Fan. <laughs> God, who would want and drain it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then sell the water back to the to the Abilinians. Use it to water their hot dog bun fields. Yeah, exactly. Well, the hot dog bun fields are dead. Hot dog bun once fields. I, once I take over uh, Fort Phantom Lake. Exactly. So, Thomas, what would you do? Oh man, buy a guitar. <laughs> buy a guitar. Buy a supercomputer that actually works. <laughs> That's probably where buy, I would first start. I would probably buy, buy the most expensive home PC ever, <laughs> in so, the hopes that it could not fail in some way. So something by Apple then. He would buy probably, Audacity. Probably what? Drop he would acid? buy the whole. He would buy Audacity, the oh, whole program, and the programmers. I thought you said he would drop Acid and force them to fix Absolutely. all these issues. And when there ever there was a problem, I'd have somebody here in a second to fix exactly. it. Exactly. That's a good one. Yeah, I would do that. What else? I'm not sure. Buy like a big house and like actually put a recording studio in it the way I wanted to, and like just not just buying a house, but like buying a house, kind of like your you know divorced parents did, like. Design your Why own. Why you gotta house? bring up familial issues? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. There are deep emotional wounds. No, wow. not. 
I'm just saying. Could have been like, like your did. dad's old house, but no, we had to say <laughs> like, like your no. divorced parents. They want to kick you out of the house. <laughs> My bad. You and your mom, and all you had to eat was tortillas and cheese. <laughs> that's not that. Okay, that's not those parents. First of all, second of all, I'm just saying both like sets they of your did. parents are fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not those parents. <laughs> They're both horrible. <laughs> what about we had to eat tortillas and cheese indicates the parents were fucked up. That was your tone. <laughs> no, I wasn't. We had a thing going with that, your tone. That was your con- condescending anti-parental <laughs> oh my tone. God. Anti-parental tone. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> anyway, uh, I would want to design, like, actually build my own house. It would be really awesome. Cool. What would be the key feature of your house? The studio, absolutely. Building, like, like a soundproof like recording studio. studio. Huh? It'd be like one floor of studio. <laughs> Might be. One giant. Awesome. Maybe Might you could build be. a real break room tower and make it like 150 stories. And God, that seems one. a little bit much for myself ah. and the break room. <laughs> we could have our own floor and then you could have your own separate recording right. studio. I mean, sure. <laughs> we could have all our own. We just record way too much in one night a week. I need my own. So if I'm getting like bored in the middle of the recording, I can get up and go to my own studio. Well, when you have your 475 million and we're all on your payroll, we'll be recording five exactly. days a week That's at least. True. Yeah, That's a good you're point. right. You're right. You're right. It's a good point. The only problem would be buying airtime space. That would what we need. To that do. That's what problem. we do with the rest of the money. Yeah. Invest in however we we, we buy local radio that. stations and right. take shut them all airways. Absolutely. Oh, just shut them down. Yeah. yeah. That's I would just put break room content on. We knock out one of their sounds, one of their shows, and yeah, this sounds like anarchy right here. Yeah, yes. a little bit, a little bit. We're cross. Uh, You're gonna have to share that mask. Promoting our segments. What? His anarchy mask. He's gonna have to share it. Oh. Guy Fox. <laughs> Guy Fox. All right, we'll all share one mask. Mark. What would you buy with? Um, a lot of I money? think I would probably have a replica of the Shield helicarrier belt. And then just soar above everybody in my majesty. One Vic Mackey did? What? No. <laughs> from the Avengers. The uh, they had a helicarrier helicarrier in the shield? <laughs> and I don't would, know. Maybe something I forgot. Then I'm going to get plastic surgery for a bunch of people make them look like Vic Mackey from the shield. <laughs> That's awesome. And then I would hire them to go around their entire job as shield agents. As my shield agents would be to go around... Find anybody who says, raise the roof or what what, and slap them in the face right after they say that. And you would implant a speaker into their chest that plays the shield theme as they're walking exactly. around as well? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's that's what I would do with my money. That sounds like a very good, very good use it's, of funds. You know, look, really weird. I am... That is extravagant, for sure. I'm it the is. most knowledgeable financial advisor since Warren Buffett. Uh, I have uh, many, many skills jacked off on each other. <laughs> exactly. That's so, the conclusion of you spent the last That's really weird. You and Warren Buffett? <laughs> the movement comes in slow. It's a tune we both should know. And the walls are thin, so we keep our voices low. You're a bird with a pretty mouth. You're a bird with songs to shout. And the same refrain continues singing
Funding for this program was made possible by the Corporation for Pop Syndicate Podcasting and by annual financial support from viewers like you. This is The Break Room.